What's up, Farmers? Welcome to the Farm Athletic Company podcast. I am your host, Andrea Warner. I am also the co-owner and co-founder of Farm Athletic Company. If you would like more information on us, please visit our website at www.farmathleticco.com. And now, on to today's show. What's up, Farmers? Welcome to this week's episode of the Farm Athletic Company podcast. I am here today with my business partner, the one and only Sherry Mooney, and we are going to talk about the one thing that everybody's been waiting for us to talk about, which is... Not fun stuff. (laughs) Midlife, menopause, andropause, all of the things that everybody wants to know the secret answer to and really doesn't want to go through. It doesn't want to go through. I'm not, I'm not really sure that there is a secret answer to it. Do you? A secret answer? No. Yeah. No. So it, at some point in our lives, whether you are a man or a woman, you're going to go through a very physical, mental change. So for women, this happens all at one time, kind of like being hit by a bus is a good way to reference it. For men, it's much slower. It's over the course of many years, and a lot of men don't even really realize that anything's happening until one day they wake up and they're like, huh, I just don't really feel quite the same. So let's talk about what this looks like from both male and female perspective. Let's talk about, you know, what I've started to notice for me, what I've noticed for Sherry, what Sherry's noticed for herself. Maybe this isn't a conversation that she's really super excited to have, but we're about to find out. So this starts for us in our 40s, really is when it begins. And for some women, it starts as early as mid-40s, sometimes closer to 50. You'll notice things like Night sweats, belly fat, fun belly fat, belly fat, (laughs) brain fog, joint aches and pains, um, sleepless nights. I feel like anger is a big one. Well, I have it on here. It's on my notes. Yeah. Right here. Anger is a really big one. Right here. Angry, depressed, anxious, all the feelings. And then the doctor just wants to give you medication for. And you start to feel like something's really wrong with you and all of this is hormone driven and there really isn't um, what I would say an answer like hey just take this and you'll feel better it's a relatively new thing as far as the medical world is concerned because back in the day they just assumed that women had gone crazy and they just let you go crazy until you die basically well it's not necessarily a new thing it's just they haven't studied it enough and have the right answers for people that are now seeing the problems and have more access to doctors to help with the problems. And the last time I went, I asked one of the male doctors in the practice that I go to. And I started talking about, you know, the belly fat, like what was the deal? Like my diet's the same, but I'm noticing some differences in my body. He's like, oh, just get rid of carbs. And when I looked at him, I said, well, what's your definition of carbs? 
And he said, well, you know, I still have small children at home and my wife buys all these snacks. So I said, get a lock and put them in a cooler and lock them so I won't eat them. So that's his definition of carbs. That's not the right definition of carbs. So it's not like I can get rid of that because that's not what I'm eating. No. My, my definition of carbs is maybe rice, potatoes, your fruits and vegetables, and that's stuff that you should not eliminate from your diet. Right. And so when I looked at him, and that's what I said, and he kind of looked at me, you know, like a dog looking at you like, what? What, what are you saying? <laughs> it needs his ears sideways. And he goes, right. and I said, well, when does, when do these menopause signs just disappear? Like I'm in menopause. When, what is post-menopause? He goes, you're in it. This is, this is it. There's no getting out of it. This is what you're experiencing and this is it. And his answer was, we just don't know enough. There's no pre-menopause, menopause, post-menopause. You're in it. This is how the rest of your life is. And the medical world isn't so. used to speaking to somebody that doesn't eat processed carbohydrates. Yeah. So I don't have I to say, lock my food up. No. Well, I may have times where I go buy something I need to lock it up. The modern <laughs> the modern American diet is full of processed carbohydrates and large amounts of alcohol and sodas. So usually the person that goes into the doctor's office has a really crappy diet and is full of being pumped full of some sort of medication to counteract their sedentary lifestyle and their crappy diet. Well, and that's where, is it habits or hormones really? So a lot of people, I believe it's more habits. So let's start there. You can't blame it on hormones. Everybody wants to blame hormones for absolutely everything. Everything. Which your, your hormones, when, when you go through this menopause and andropause, yes, your hormones do change. There is no denying that they, they absolutely change. Levels change, it, it will mess with you. However, your habits during that time and your lifestyle during that time become exemplified. Mm-hmm. They need to be spot on. So what you used to be so able to do. that's what we need to talk about. Yeah. What you used to be able to do in your 20s. <laughs> doesn't work anymore. Doesn't work anymore. <laughs> you cannot go out drinking for six days in a row and expect to have energy be able to recover, be able to sleep at night, have well, six-pack abs, you know, the whole night. You, it doesn't yeah, work. That doesn't work. You need something that's uh, sustainable energy. So, number one, you can have mental clarity and focus because that's one thing that goes away. So, if you're not eating and exercising for that and you are doing the bad things, then that is going to be exemplified. So, we're talking about sustainable energy. So, what does that look like? As far as nutrition? Yeah, let's, let's talk about that. So, um, in my opinion, it's eating not only the amount you're eating, but the quality that you're eating and not snacking. And so, I'll let's you, start there. I'll tell you right now that nine, let's just say 97% of the world doesn't eat enough protein. Yep. So, I mean, you hear this on tons of podcasts and even on Instagram, they say, don't diet, don't worry about your macros, just hit your protein macros and everything else should fall in place because protein, what is this, how do you say that word? Satiety. Satiety, sorry. Satiety. So it helps with all the cravings, mm -hmm. but if you hit protein first, so you get your, so say you're 130 pounds, you should be eating at least 0.7 
to one gram, if not more, if you're working out. Yeah. So you're talking about 130 grams of protein. At least. So you're yep. looking at least 20 to 25 per meal. At least. And maybe a snack in there. So if you're hitting those goals, you know, you're not going to be as hungry if you're eating to snack on popcorn or things that, you know, don't really have any quality in them. If you eat three meals a day and you need to hit 130 grams of protein, you need at least 30. 40 grams of protein. 40 times three is 120. So you need at least 40 grams of protein if you only eat three meals a day. Yeah. No, I feel like most people eat a little more than that. Well, less, actually. A lot less. But, and I've talked with people that say, you know, 70%, you want me to hit 0.7, that's really hard. Now you're telling me that I need to hit like one gram, 1.2. And the old, let's be clear, the older that you get, the more protein that you need. And the reason being is because we need to be focusing on lean muscle building. We need to be focusing on muscle contraction. Muscle contraction releases the hope hormone, the, ha the happy hormone. It the more that we can contract muscles, the better that we are going to feel, the more mental clarity we're going to have. However, if we don't have muscle to contract, if we don't have muscle to work, it, it's a spiraling downhill effect. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about eating that much protein, like for me, it's easy for me. It's easy Personally. for us. Yeah. Because number one, we like meat. So I guess I don't understand that. I like excuse. eggs. So when people are like, how do you physically eat that much protein? My breakfast in the morning, protein-wise, is three whole eggs, four egg whites, and an alfresco ch brand chicken sausage. I'm not sure what that gets me. I know that three eggs has six grams of protein. The four egg whites has about the same. So, Yeah, so I'd say if you're looking to lean out a little bit, I would get rid of that. Maybe just one egg and do more egg whites. Are you telling me Personally. I need to lean out? No, I'm just saying that's <laughs> what I what I do. I don't eat three eggs. And I do it because yeah. if I don't do that, roughly an hour and a half to two hours later I'm starving. Yeah. So that's a so you're looking at it you're talking about um, more of a building phase. We're looking in the you and I are looking in to build more muscle. Well and so should so if you're looking to lean out a little bit, I would switch that to more egg whites. Yeah, they could do egg whites. I mean, yeah. and the, really the difference between the two is fat. Right, right. It, that's really the conversation that you and I are having, and that's why we would go one versus the other. Um, but for people that don't like breakfast, don't like eggs, can't eat eggs, I don't know how I'm going to get this much protein, those are the people that go towards your carbs and your fats because they're leaning more towards bars, mm -hmm. shakes. They're trying to drink all of their stuff or eat processed. The more, when you think about protein, you need to think about meats, dairy, which I mean, I'm not telling people to go out and drink gallons of milk, but what we're yeah, talking it about works for is some people though, some people can do, um, some people can do milk, some people can do cheese, um, yeah. cottage cheese, Greek yogurt. Those are all great ways to get protein, Pro your whey protein powders are all great options. So all of that plays an effect on our hormones. 
the way our hormones respond anyway and the way we feel hormonally because the more junk that we ingest, the worse all of this feels. And everybody's looking for that magic answer. We had a guy come in here the other day. He was in his seventies and he was talking to one of our coaches and he was like, you know, he used to work out when he was younger and he said, Hey, you know, I'd like to build a lot of my muscle back. And our coach is like, well, you can, you know, it's going to take some time, but you can do it. You got to, with the right amount of sleep and the right amount of protein, you could totally do it. And the guy looks at him and he goes, how long do you think it would take? Like 10 days? <laughs> well, muscle does have a lot of memory, but yeah. I don't know if 10 days is going to do it. 10, 10 days is uh, enough to make you maybe sore from start working out again. If people could wrap their mind around the fact that this is, this is a long time process. Mm -hmm. And what gets us to our end goal is consistency. So here brings up our, our next topic when it comes to this big change of life is movement, consistent mm -hmm. movement. What causes a lot of this weight gain besides horrible dieting, poor sleep is inconsistent movement. If people could move consistently every single day, it not only helps with weight loss, but it also stabilizes the blood sugar too. So, you know, for one of my clients, stabilizing that blood sugar looked like going for walks after they ate a meal. Mm -hmm. At least 15 minutes it brought the blood sugar back down. And going through menopause and andropause is, is a very stressful time. It's very stressful on your body. There's a lot of things happening during that time and everybody gets stuck on trying to be 20 again. Mm -hmm. And can you reverse aging? No, you can't reverse it. But you can feel 20 again. You could slow it down. Yep. You can absolutely. Your body's, your body's going to, regardless of the, if you want to be 20 again, it's not going to happen. Depends on what you're trying to replicate. If you're trying to lift the exact same, yeah. let's say that you were super active and I'll use an example of men that used to play football because I've had a lot of conversations with these guys and I hear it all the time. You know, when I was 18 years old, I used to walk into the gym and unwarmed up. I could bench press 315 for multiple reps. Yeah. Now I can't hardly walk into the gym and bench press 135 without tearing a pec. Muscle tissue is different. You can't just walk into the gym and just do whatever you want like you did when you were 18. You have to be a little bit smarter. First of all, just doing that when you were 18 wasn't smart, but your body was able to handle it a little bit better because of your youth. Your body needs just a little bit more attention to detail as we get older. Could you, could you feel the best that you've ever felt in your whole life in your 40s, 50s, 60s? Is it possible? Yes. How? What do you mean how? Like doing, so, like I said, it depends on what you're trying to replicate. If you're an athlete and trying to replicate your peak, you know, like, let's just say, well, we used to CrossFit, you know, and our peak was making it to the Masters Regionals. If I was trying to replicate that, that's not going to make me feel the best I've ever felt in my life. No. At the age of 51, almost 52. However, 
I still can perform all that stuff now. And I don't hurt like I used to mm -hmm. because I'm not doing it every day. Can I still do it? Absolutely. Am I keeping my body in shape to be able to do it? Yes, I'm just not at the same level. So it depends on what you're trying to replicate. So in my example, I could never pick 300 pounds off the floor in a deadlift, ever. Got close, 290, once, and then couldn't replicate that. Um, now that I've slowed down and I've worked on my strength balance and worked on a lot of things that needed to be worked on that I did not in the past, and then just playing around one day and just pulled it off the floor or pushed it off the floor, however you want to look at the deadlift. Not even trying. No, and I wasn't said. even wanting to one rep max. I just said, this all feels good. I'm going to see what I can do. And if people could understand where, where you've come from as far as back surgery is concerned and shoulder surgeries, I mean, that... At 300 yeah, so pounds, picking that 300 pounds up off the floor is a pretty big deal. I mean, well, and the best part, nothing hurt, and nothing hurt the next day. We don't one rep max anymore. No. It just happened to happen one day in your training, um, which is a pretty phenomenal accomplishment yeah. for a woman who's. I say it's all based on the progressive overload that we've been following and tempo work, and like I said, addressing the things that I needed to address for my body which was a lot of strength balance. And I will say that something that, I, you know, cause I've, I've pretty much been walking this menopause journey with you. Um, and some things that we've noticed along the journey is, you know, the joint aches and pains for you, the mm. night sweats, the, the anger, the, the ang <laughs> anger. We could talk about the anger. The anger was really bad. I think at one point I said, if I, if I survive your menopause, it's going to be a miracle because <laughs> you're usually a very easy person to talk to. Mm -hmm. And I know that when the anger kicks in, like all I have to do is walk in and be like, hey, how's it going? And you like interrupt me and you're like, shut up. Done with you. Like, well, I didn't Whoa. say shut up, but, but it, it, well, and that's, well, and that's lines, when I went to the doctor because that's where I, that's not, I was like, this isn't me. This but isn't me. I'm fun. Always wanting to have fun and I don't really care. You know, I don't have a lot of yeah. care. I'm just always, you know, happy-go-lucky. And then I said, this isn't me. Like, I want to drive off a bridge right now uh, for I no mean, reason. Not only were you angry, but and your anxiety was bad. Anxiety was really bad. And mm -hmm. then I remember they, you telling me you didn't, you didn't want to coach a class. You didn't. They're, they're like, well, work. we can, we can talk about some things, you know, like, uh, depression medication, anxiety medication. <laughs> I was like, but I'm not depressed. I'm not anxious. This is something like, I have nothing to be those things about. Right. Like what, what is happening? Like the nights, the hot flashes at night, like just, there's no warning. Like I don't just, oh, I'm getting hot. Let me take these covers off. No, it's just wake up in a, like, I feel like I'm in a waterbed that exploded. <laughs> Seriously, is that wet? It's like, it came out of nowhere. Um, I didn't necessarily have sleepless nights. I've always been a good sleeper, but, um, you know, I don't want to take depression medication, anxiety medication. So that's not an option for me. Well, what I like is that you've, you've paid attention to it. 
Yeah, you, you, went, have to, you have to pay attention to your habits, you know. You, you, you might have to change. You acknowledged what in what in your nutrition needed to change. So you're, for people that snack all day long, that's really not a good idea. But when like when you snack, you eat blueberries. I watch you walk around here with literally like a bucket of blueberries and that's <laughs> you're snacking all day long. I see you eat blueberries and I see you eat an apple. Yeah, that's well that's are, those are my snacks, yeah. With a protein. In between your meals. Yeah. Um but for most people their their go to snacks are things like kind bars, perfect bars. Those things carry a lot of calories. A lot of sugar. A lot of sugar. Um, um, different kind of sugar than what's in blueberries. Right. Well, and blueberries... <laughs> Everybody's afraid of fruit because of sugar, but... Different. Yeah, different. And if you like, if you notice, I'm snacking on blueberries around my workout time, mm-hmm. which is where you need... when If you're going to have any, that's when you're going to have it. Fruits and vegetables also carry a ton of our micronutrients, our vitamins, our antioxidants that we, that we all need. So if we're going to... Veer well, towards... that's our fiber content too. So Absolutely. fiber is a big thing. It's very important for your health. Yeah. Let's. So we've been talking about protein, and I know we're jumping topics. It's okay. <laughs> so it's much to talk part about. Part of the conversation because this is this is a big change in life that people aren't aware of. And if you want to get this thing under control and really feel your best in your forties, fifties, and beyond, you have to be aware of your habits and stop ignoring them. I think there's nothing more frustrating for us as coaches than people who are ignoring their nutrition. They ignore their lifestyle. They want to come into the gym and beat the shit out of themselves, trying to get themselves back to being in their 20s. Like, that's the magic answer when it's not. Like, you and I have lived this. Mm -hmm. We're living it right now. We have been through... 99% of it is nutrition. All of this... And 99% of it's nutrition. Yep. Not not beating yourself up. And the other 1% of it... I think that's why it, I feel better. Because I used to beat myself up. Yeah. And the other 1% of it is your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Sleeping, stress. Mm-hmm. Your movement. Yeah. I mean, if people would just wrap their minds around the fact that you have to change outside well, factors. You can't Well, then they say they don't have time to, to meal prep. It's not really that hard. No, you just throw some stuff in the oven, go do some stuff, and then yeah. come back and get it back out of the... Yeah. It's if really you focus hard. around your protein, yeah, like that's your planning, and then you just have sides. Like I usually do all my protein cooking on the weekends, and then my sides, you know, I'll green beans, mm-hmm. you know, fresh green beans in a pan with some sliced almonds as a side. Um Oh, I also bulk cook sweet potatoes and potatoes because my son eats a lot of them. But that's great for your carb. Mm-hmm. You know, your complex carb, if you need it around lunchtime or after a workout. Um, but definitely uh, my vegetables. I mean, that's something you can cook five, ten minutes. It's so easy. So meal prep shouldn't be made that hard. And all of this is in complementing. So when you went to the doctor... They did offer you an option, which you've been doing. Yes. Which is, we call it pellets. I'm sure there's an actual name for it. Well, it's hormone therapy. Yes. So. HRT. These pellets 
are based off of your blood work. And yeah. they are for you. Correct. They're, they match what your blood work shows. They're not just something that you can get off the shelf. Right. And I, I don't recommend that. Yeah, don't do that. Because those are other issues you're going to face. Yeah. Side and effects. These pellets, they're not... They're not the magic pill no. that everyone's looking for. No, you However, still got to do all the stuff. You still have to do all the stuff. But I will say it does help with hot flashes. But the pellets are going to help gone. you with your hot flashes. They're going to help you with your night sweats. My anger. They're going to help. Oh, definitely with your anger. Dear God. Yes. Yeah, they do. I can tell when they wear off. However, what they're not going to help you with is the belly fat. Your energy your muscle building, all of that stuff you have to work for. It, it doesn't just happen like, oh, I take these pellets so everything's great. You, you still have to do all of the other work that goes along with it in order for you to truly feel your best. Yeah, I just can't have candy all day. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I know. The most important thing that both men and women can do is start to understand that they need to do resistance training to put on muscle mass. And eat good quality and, and enough when, food. Now, when I say muscle mass, I'm not talking about being a bodybuilder and being massive. I'm talking about just putting on lean muscle because muscle is the organ of longevity. Helps with your joints. Helps, helps with, with joint joints. pain. All of that joint pain that everybody's been feeling going through this hormonal change has a lot to do with the fact that your connective tissue you've now reached an age where your connective tissue is like screaming that it wants some attention mm -hmm. and if you just keep doing things like super heavy back squats or super heavy deadlifts or the total opposite you do nothing at all or long cardio sessions which long distance cardio yeah. whether it's running biking swimming whatever it is and you can beat your joints up big time you have to do Resistance training. Yeah. Muscle. I think you and Betsy talked a lot about that. We so. did. But muscle is the key to feeling better in so many ways. Yeah, and if you have muscle, you can look at, like, what do I need to feed it? And that's where your protein comes in. So it all kind of has a game plan. Mm -hmm. um, but you do have to have a game plan. As we age, we have to be ready for the next chapter. You have putting to plan on for the next chapter. Yeah, you do. You can't, I mean, you can't go backwards. No. You have so to. So what happened, you know, in your 40s might look different than your 50s for sure. Very much so. It has to. <laughs> and, and what happened in your 20s and 30s definitely looks different than what you got going on in your 40s. You can be close to it. I haven't given up on that. <laughs> Sherry Mooney, 26. Yep. Age 26. Yep. <laughs> 26 for forever. Yeah. Happy birthday. So many people walk in here and you start telling them your story. They're telling you theirs. And they're like, I've got this going on. I've got this going on. You know, I'm 50 something years old, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm 40-something years old. I'm 40-something years old. <laughs> I'm 46 years old, and I've got this shoulder thing, and I've had this knee surgery, and I've got that going on. And you're like, so I'm 51. I've had two shoulder, shoulder, oh my gosh, shoulder repairs. 
a labrum repair in my shoulder all the way around. I've had back surgery. I've had a torn labrum in my hip. Two C-sections. Two C-sections. And everybody's mouth just like hits the floor. Because number one, you don't look your age. Or act it. Or act it, that's for sure. Um, See, that's part of it too. But (laughs) nobody can believe all of the things that you've been through and what you're still capable of doing. And I wholeheartedly give you the credit that you've paid attention to what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You've paid attention to how you feel and how you want to feel. And when you don't feel the way you want to feel, you analyze it and you say, what am I doing right now that's not working towards how I want to feel? And I just made a post the other day about you and I living, being a product of our product. Because we live it, we learn it, we apply it, and then we share it with everybody else. And we've learned, we've learned a lot of things the hard way. We've learned a lot of things that don't work. Mm-hmm. Try, tried a lot. <laughs> we've learned that beating ourselves into the ground and the super high intensity doesn't work for a long, sustainable period of time. I mean, if one of us was still able to do it, we might say, oh, well, maybe the other one has a problem. But it happened to both of us equally. We lived it. We learned it. And I'll tell you, for me, what I've started to notice is when I start going too hard and my body starts getting too stressed, meaning I'm pushing my workouts too hard, I've got a lot of things going on in my life, I potentially am not sleeping to my best that I could be. I noted the first thing that I notice is I feel super bloated. And mm-hmm. if I dial it back a little bit, sometimes this happens like my dad was just in town and I had to take four or five days off from working out. My body kind of reset itself and that bloated feeling went away. Your body's going to give you signs that it's stressed. Well, that's the that's the different phases that we were just talking about, like the next chapter. You have to develop an understanding of the behaviors that led to that and then the behaviors that will allow you to, to sustain the consistency we're talking about. Yeah. And hence why we've changed our programming. Mm-hmm. The harder yeah. that we were pushing... I mean, and we worked with so many people that didn't reach their goals either. They came to us with goals of weight loss, strength. They're middle-aged, and we weren't serving them. Or we just led them to injury, Mm -hmm. which made them do something different totally. So when we talk about what what is the best workout for someone in their 40s and beyond. What does that best workout look like? Um, Not two hours long. (laughs) You should be able to do it in an hour, in my opinion. And if you're not feeling it that day, then that's when you go for a walk and maybe some light lifting and then light intensity. So for someone who, let's say that we want this to be their everyday regimen, that doesn't look like go out and run five miles and then come back and do an hour worth of weightlifting. No, you warm up, you do some 
pre-fatigue to the muscles that are going to be worked. You do um, your main lift with a tempo. It should be some sort of progressive um, workload, like you've been working for four to six weeks. So you can see progression there. Add a little bit or add reps the next week, depending on how you feel. Working in that um, perceived rate of exertion that we're talking about, not off percentages. And then, you know, do a couple accessories and a conditioning piece. You know, RPE for these people that, these people, for all of us, <laughs> these people. You RPE, over there. Yeah, you over there. All y'all. RPE is a big deal because it's based off of how you feel. And we all feel different day to day. And if people would just acknowledge that, I think. Not fight through it. I think the ego is the biggest waste of time. The biggest waste of energy. Or comparing yourself to others. Yeah. It's, it's the, really the fastest way to get yourself hurt is to have an ego. And to be like, oh, well, I have to lift. X number of pounds today. If I don't lift X number of pounds today, then I'm a failure. Everybody's going to think that I suck. Or I'm I have a to do a four mile run because it's what's on my program for my running program. Yeah. You know, if you're not feeling it or if something's hurting, you shouldn't push through it. So when we talk about RPE, like your workout today is tempo back squats and the RPE on these today for round one should be a five out of 10. And what that means is if I were to ask you to do five reps, when you put the bar back in the rack, you could have had ten more, more in the tank to do five to 10 more, right? It should be something that you could have had more reps of. So it would go 10 would be the absolute all out max. What you don't want to do a 10, 10 is one form usually fails. Yeah. So nine is hmm, pushing it. You could, might could do one more, but then that's when form would fail. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to work to failure, number one, work to failure under a tempo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a lot less weight, a lot less weight <laughs> and stop one rep short of totally failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Form is key. Form gets you proper muscle activation. Yes. First of all, so, for example, our workout today had every 90 seconds, it was 12 pull-ups with a tempo. Yeah, strict. And first of all, there's no way that, I mean, you and I can do 12 strict pull-ups. That part's not the problem. Yeah, but not with a two-second, three-second lower, one-second in the bottom. Yeah. One second at the top, whatever it was. My grip was failing. Yes. So what did we do? We banded it up. Mm -hmm. throw, band, throw some bands on it because the most important part of it. I was, only use one. You use two bands. Stop it. <laughs> Don't judge me. I did use two bands. I used a green and red. Uh, I just use green the whole time. Well, listen. As soon as as soon as my <laughs> upper body catches up to yours, I'll use a green. Your lower body catches up to mine. You'll have a butt as big as mine. Actually, it has caught up. <laughs> That's a good point. Dang it. I know. You have nothing now. I had nothing. 
<laughs> See, you can feel the best you've ever felt in your 50s. Just wait till you're 50. That's what I need to start saying. Oh, seriously. It's good stuff. Yeah, maybe maybe my steroids will kick in by then. Mm -hmm. Shoot myself up. Be able to deadlift 300 pounds again. No, I just need to... I don't know what you need to do. <laughs> just follow me. Just follow you. Yeah. Whatever you do, to I'm going to do. Me. I need to eat more blueberries, I guess. Yes. <laughs> well... I you want to look a certain way, it's definitely more diet related. Yes. I think for women, I think that this is a very frustrating thing for them to go to, go through without a doubt. They're, they're looking for answers. They want a plan. They all want help. Men, on the other hand, are just stubborn about this because it's very slow. A lot of men refuse to believe that anything's wrong. And for a lot of men, this is a testosterone thing. Mm -hmm. It's a very slow drop in their testosterone levels, which things that don't help that would be drinking alcohol, poor quality sleep, nutrition, nutrition for sure, not lifting weights, Especially if, if you're not listening to your coach when they tell you how much weight you should be lifting, you need to be lifting more weights. Especially for men because that's a big testosterone builder for men. The cardio aspect is just for your heart health. Mm -hmm. So if men could also be more aware of this, that they are going through a change of life as well. And stop fighting it and accept it. Number one, it would lower their stress level, which would help with a lot. If they would realize that, okay, my social drinking is not helping me at all in any way. That helps your testosterone level as well. It helps with your sleep big time. And they would feel a heck of a lot better. They go through the same mood swings that women do. It's just nobody wants... Nobody really speaks about it. Nobody talks about it. But it's a thing. It is a thing. I just don't, I don't think it affects them as hard as it does a woman. Well, no, because for a woman, so. it's literally like getting hit by a bus because yes. it's all at one time. Yes. But that's why I think that men are more stubborn about it because it is so slow. That it's easier for them to be like, no, 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 that's not happening to me. It is. It's just not as... Abrupt mm -hmm. is what happens to women. But overall, for all of us, men and women, consistent movement, protein intake, mm -hmm. eliminate, eliminate your snacking. And yep. if you are going to snack, it needs to be things like berries. <laughs> <laughs> or, or protein Fruits shake. and vegetables. Or a yogurt with... And, Yep, protein yogurt. added. Protein shakes are great snacks. They're great around workout time. They are not meant to replace a meal. No. Please don't drink protein for breakfast. No. Please try to eat meals. Quality. Quality food. We have a digestive system for a reason. It likes to work. That's a, And that's also where all of our vitamin and nutrient, micronutrient absorption happens is Your in fiber. our gut. Fiber is... You have to have fiber for the gut. Huge. Fiber is huge for our gut. 
fiber is not huge. fiber one bars either. Not fiber one it has bars. To be quality. Not. I'm not talking about Metamucil. Yeah. What did we used to say? Plant eyes. Plant and eyes. If it if it didn't come from the ground or at one point have eyeballs. Yep. Plant and eyes. Plants and eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not good for you. Midlife is about embracing strength and vitality. And we'll end on that and we will continue. To be continued. To be continued. Fantastic. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ferrum Athletic Company podcast. If you like the show, please leave us a review, share it with your family and friends, share it on your social media platforms. Our mission is to build better humans through the education of health and movement. If this resonates with you, please shoot us an email at forged at ferrumathletico.com. Follow us on social media, Facebook or Instagram at Ferrum Athletico, and we will see you all soon. Thank you for helping us to build better humans.